Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and it is Sunday, the 19th of February in the year 2023. And it is a beautiful day in Escazú, Costa Rica. And we are here today on the 250th episode of my podcast. Hey, it's a milestone. And so this podcast started about a little less than four years ago, or actually five years ago. I started this in 2018, probably around April of 2018. So it's a little less than five years. And um, it wasn't always the Golden Astrologer podcast. It was a different name. And and here we are. Now, I am very proud of this accomplishment and this achievement, and I thank all of you for supporting me and listening on a regular basis. So here we are in a new week, and we have a new moon. And so the new moon is in early Pisces, and we have this lovely new moon in the last sign of the zodiac. So this is the last new moon in the zodiac. The next time we have a new moon, it will be in Aries. It will be at the coming of spring at the equinox in the Northern Hemisphere. And this is, you know, that's the beginning of a new zodiac. So that's a powerful new moon. This is, you know, lunations are always powerful. So this one is no less, but it is the beginning of Pisces. So the sun went into Pisces yesterday, the 18th at 5.34 p.m. Eastern time. And the new moon coming right after that is very powerful because now the sun is fresh in this new sign. It has left Aquarius and it's now in Pisces. And Pisces is the sign of the mystic. Pisces is the sign of the artist, the sign of the metaphysician, the healer, the doctor, and anything that is between this world and the next. Pisces is here and there also. Pisces is the behind the veil, in front of the veil, what happens between the veil, what the veil is. This is all the realm of Pisces. Things that are intangible, ungraspable. <laughs> if that's a word, something you can't grasp easily, something when you try to grasp it, it slips through your fingers or it just vanishes. It evaporates. It's a water sign and it's the watery of the water signs. It's really profoundly deep. It, it's like going into the depths of the ocean. Not that Scorpio and Cancer aren't deep, but it, Pisces to me feels like Poseidon, you know, King Neptune at, in the base of the ocean. And, you know, I always say this, I say this, um, there are so many interesting, fascinating sea creatures in the deep waters of the ocean. We don't need to go to another planet. We don't need to go to, you know, outer space to find aliens. Go to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> there are incredible creatures there. And there are people who make a life studying those incredible creatures. And I think that those those are very interesting studies. and But it is a world unto itself. It's a whole ecosystem on its own. And Pisces is fascinating because it's intuition. It's just feeling into things. It's extremely sensitive. And if you have planets and Pisces in your chart, you know what I'm talking about. You know, Pisces has an instinct. 
and I spent today with a Pisces friend, and that friend says that they can walk in a room and just read everybody. Of course they can. They're a Pisces. <laughs> and they are so sensitive, and if they use their skills and their gift accordingly, they can read anything. They can sense anything. They can tell your future what's going to happen, anything, because this is they are so plugged into the other side, and they are so plugged into what is coming and and waves and waves of culture and and that's the thing the piscean realm is the realm of the collective unconscious so when we take that dip that dive in and we will now now it's pisces season and it's going to be the next 30 days this is the time when we are touching the realms of the collective unconscious and you know you hear me talk about that a lot carl jung was you know, uh, the expert on the collective unconscious. And I, he may have even coined the term, I, I don't quote me on that, but he may have coined the term collective unconscious. And collective unconscious is everything that each of us has, every one of us on this earth, collectively is creating something. And things that span global awareness or global facts or things that happen globally or in a way that is completely above and beyond our personal selves and personal lives, everything that is globally happening is created in the collective unconscious. Now, the key word is unconscious. Because if I were to say that to you and you say, well, you know, we would never have created that situation, a war or this or that or that horrible situation. No, of course not. Consciously, nobody wants that. Most people don't, you know, except the, the revolutionaries who want the war, who, want, who start the war, who like the match, you know. But what's happening is unconsciously we are creating something in a pool. It's like a big pool of consciousness. And, it, and this is why... This is why I always talk about doing work on yourself and healing yourself and going within. And you hear me like a broken record talking about these things. Because in the realm of Pisces, this is where all this stuff surfaces. This is why Pisces, you, you talk to them and they're so psychic and they can read the room. And they, they can you know, use those gifts that way. And this is why people like me, I have you know, planets in Pisces... I can feel waves of collective mourning, despair, th stuff like this. And it's, it's what makes me a good astrologer and a good healer and a good practitioner. And it is one of the things I can do very well, but it isn't comfortable. It's hard for Piscean people and people with planets in Pisces that are strongly aspected in their chart or something people with strong Neptunes, I also have that. For us, it's hard for us to take that on. I have felt collective waves of feminine despair, and I've had to process that through my own emotions, my own feelings. And I knew, I knew, I was like, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling like this? And upon further inspection, I realized it was the collective and the collective wave of women. So that's what I get. I have Venus and Pisces. So you know, there are other people who tap into these collective things. This is why, you know, you got psychics, you got intuitives, you got, you know, people predicting these things. And 
the global events really are a pool of unconsciousness that each of us is contributing to, right? So that seems highly, um, from, you know, from a regular person's standpoint to think about that, you're like, nah, that's not happening. It is. <laughs> that's where it's all coming from. And so, you know, when things happen, when a person comes into power, and, you know, for each and every one of us, and I was listening to a lecture the other night, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm with this on this one, on the collective unconscious. When a person comes into power, and this is just one example, they are a, a representation of our unconscious. Love them, hate them. If you love or hate a person who has come into power anywhere, doesn't have to be your country, then you are tapping into something about yourself that relates to the collective unconscious. And you would, if you hated this person in power, you would never admit to, oh my God, I didn't create that. That didn't happen. I had nothing to do with that. Yeah, you did. But it's unconscious. It is not something you sat at your desk and said, you know what, what if we had this? You might have, um, you might have contributed on an unconscious level, but that doesn't mean you're happy about it. And you don't, it is like the voids, the void of our consciousness is tr contributing to this in each and every one of us. So when we go to Pisces, Pisces is where that resides. And in the, in the astrological chart, the 12th house or where you have Pisces has a lot to do with your own personal closet. And you would say, I didn't do that. I wouldn't want that to happen in my life. But we have unconscious drives. And if we don't get clear on them, if we don't get clear on them and shine the light in the closet every now and again, then we live in darkness and we are controlled by them. And this is why situations get the way they do in the world. Because imagine each and every person dropping a drop of their own unconscious juice in a big pool each and every person on the earth, what's that going to bring? <laughs> That's going to bring some heavy-duty stuff, right? So this is the realm of Pisces. This is the realm of Pisces. Between Aquarius and Pisces, we are at the end of the zodiac. And Aquarius is something deeply, deeply, uh, you know, it's air-oriented. So it's analytical and it brings up all of the technological and analytical and very futuristic. Aquarius is very, very futuristic stuff. Like, you know, what? Let's, let's each have a car that takes us to the moon. You know, it's, and then we have Pisces, which is like the big pool of unconsciousness. And the two of them at the end of the zodiac, before we start anew with Aries, this is the, this is the end. This is the completion of a cycle. And so that's why the 12th house and Pisces are like the end of your astrological chart before your ascendant. That's the 12th house. And all your, your cosmic closet dump, all, you know, when you dump your old shoes, your old clothes, you know, your old shopping bags in the closet, you're like, what's in here? Oh, let's clear out this closet, <laughs> you know? And so this was really, really, um, something to think about. Pisces, if they do not take something from 
the spirit realm and use it in their life, their intuition, their instincts, their creativity. They have to have something that gets them off the material world. They may have a pile of planets in Taurus and be very material, but also, but they're a Pisces still. They still need something that gets them off the earth. If you are a Pisces and you feel that deeply and you, it's a, it's a deep dissatisfaction with what is very material it's if you're not going to get satisfied by the material world if you have a lot of pisces or neptune in your chart you need something either religion spirituality prayer meditation nature something to get you out of the material material world and something that's bigger now you're going to say nature is very much a material world yes but it has a consciousness and it it takes you out of your phone your television your computer your book Going into nature, you can go into another headspace and another consciousness, okay? Plants have consciousness. And if you go and take yourself out of this consciousness regularly as a Pisces with, in a healthy way by meditation or, you know, exercise nature, then you are serving the Piscean part of you. Some people just have to get lost in their creativity and the, the lost in that you know, in their painting, in their designing, in, in their cooking, anything like that, making something. This can be deeply healing, deeply healing for a Pisces. And so when we, we are reminded of this every year as we have Pisces season, you know, and we get the flavor of this. And as we have the new moon in Pisces, you know, this is a time, Pisces is a place of sleep and dreams. It's time to rest before spring comes, Aries before we get up and we're ready to roll with Mars, okay? We are in a place of deep introspection with Pisces. And so if you're a Pisces and you don't have those things that take you off the face of the earth and that take you into to dream and creativity and stuff, and you are dissatisfied, then you're going to turn to other things, you know, and that's usually addictions and that's Pisces is Pisces rules addictions I'm not gonna lie Pisces rules addictions and we can all be addicted to something we could be addicted to you know shopping <laughs> something that seems innocuous but then later on it's like uh, uh, you know television you're sitting in front of you you're like you know I don't know about you guys but I want if I've spent too many hours in front of the screen I have to I don't I try not to do that I have to get up and walk outside and clear my head because if you're in front of the screen too much, uh, you know, it's like, where have you been? So Pisces is, you know, needs that place. And you know what's lovely, what's really lovely about going through every sign of the Zodiac, every month it's a different sign. Now we're in Pisces, and then we'll get to the 20th of March, and it'll be Aries. And we all can get to appreciate what that's like. It's seasons, you know. It's seasons. Pisces in the Northern Hemisphere represents the end of winter. And there is hope and there is, um, there is wishes and hope and faith. Because this is the, you know, when I lived in New York, this was the, the hardest part of the winter. February was freezing and snowing and snowstorms. And sometimes, yes, you know, you get the occasional warm day. But when you get into you know, February and March, it's the last vestiges of winter before the spring comes, before you have this, you know, 
the spring equinox and you're like, yeah, spring's here, but then it still snows. Um, <laughs> but, but it's that knowledge that spring is coming. It's like the light at the end of the tunnel. Pisces is the point of staying in the winter. And there is magic in winter because under the frozen earth, there lies the promises of tomorrow, which are the crocuses and the daffodils and everything that's going to bloom come March, the magnolias. And then we know that the magic of, of spring is not far away. And the magic of a new cycle, Aries, is right there. And this is why, you know, you see old alchemical paintings and anything that conjures up the zodiac and they're showing you that the ram comes in March and this is the beginning of a new cycle and this we are at the end of the cycle and technically up north you're at the end of winter and you are praying for spring you're like oh I can't wait for spring you know that feeling when you've just had too much winter and you need that spring to come in the air and you can taste it you can smell it it changes and you can feel it in the seasons in nature when it changes over and it may still snow in March but there may be that taste spring is still here that's it and spring is coming and we know that it's it's arriving and so Pisces is the faith that it's coming it's not winter 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 and that's it oh my god <laughs> and we're, we're gonna suffer in winter for the rest of our lives no it's the knowledge that there's going to be the turn and it is saying goodbye to the dormant period and knowing that the magic of spring awaits us. So that is Pisces. That is the, that are the, that's the seasons. And Pisces is the ending before the new beginning and new life is born when we have spring. And for me, in a place that doesn't have that kind of cycle, it's okay because I'm still tapped into what Pisces means and what Aries means and how we move from one place to the other. Each of us gets to experience, you know, we get to experience death and resurrection during Scorpio season. We get to experience, um, you know, uh, summer and what that feels like in Cancerian season and the sweetness. That's why, you know, crabs they live on the beach they're at the beach you know you summer in, is the beach and that sweetness that summer brings and it's you know the end of june is such a delicious little time you know when it's that sweetness is in the air and that warmth that you have so those are beautiful amazing things but each sign brings its own part of the season and each sign brings a different flavor and we get to experience all those flavors. And so now we're in the flavor of Pisces. And this new moon is enlightening, um, enhancing spirit. It asks us to go to spirit this next month and just be at peace, find peace, find rest, and find yourself, your intuition, your your uh, Pisces is magical. Pisces is definitely magical. I was talking about that on Instagram. The magic of Aquarius and Pisces together. Those are signs that conjure things. Pisces is like, it, it, it just evolves out of nothing. Like all of a sudden, something 
it's it's there. It's out of the veil. It's out of it grew out of the consciousness. That's Pisces. Pisces is magical. It's there. It's not. You can wish it, make it happen. And that's why you know we always talk about manifestation and those things. So Pisces. So we have now three planets in Pisces, the sun, Venus, and Neptune. And Venus and Neptune met last week. And Venus tonight, or again, shortly after the new moon, about, you know, almost an hour, 50 minutes later, is going into Aries. So the first sign to go into Aries is Venus. And she is going to go into, now Aries is not a place that Venus likes. She loves being in Libra which is the opposite of Aries, but she, she is va-va-voom in Aries. So she's ready, rock and rolling with that Marsy energy, and she's ready to go. So tomorrow morning, 2.56 a.m. Eastern time, Venus goes into Aries, and this is 50 minutes after the new moon. So excitement. She's going to bring us the first taste of the new, the new cycle and the spring if you're up north. And... She is, you know, she's going to be the trailblazer this year. Sometimes it's Mercury. Sometimes it's the sun. It depends on what the other planets are doing, how their retrogrades went, etc. So she's going into Aries and she's ready to rock and roll and be the warrior and take the first step. In the meantime, um, that energy, Venus and Aries, is like I said, va-va-voom. She's sexual. She's initiates things she steps forward she says what she wants and she is you know the the initiator so the goddess is the initiator this season the goddess is the one who is stepping forward and being you know the bold brave soul so she's the goddess's boldness is what we are experiencing now and so women are going to feel more you know zesty uh, in this, these next few weeks and starting tomorrow. In the meantime, Mercury, Mercury planet of communication, is in the sign of Aquarius, and he is going to have a challenging conversation on Tuesday the 21st with the planet Uranus that is also in, um, you know, in Taurus, but also is the ruler of Aquarius. And so this is very Aquarian. Now, brilliant ideas, brilliant conversations, big ideas, things that like open your mind and give you an epiphany. Those are happening on Tuesday. Let me pause to say once again, Tuesday, I have a masterclass. And if you haven't signed up for it and you want to, you can go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com and sign up for it on my uh, astrologer's thoughts page which is my which is my blog and you just go to the bottom of my website and click on astrologer's thoughts i also have it in my instagram stories and if it's in between stories then you can go to my offers in my instagram the golden astrologer and click on that and it's in there this or just email me and say send me the link to register deb info at thegoldenastrologer.com deb at debmcbride.com and it is about Saturn going into Pisces next month and Pluto going into Aquarius next month. And I'm going to save all the juicy details for Tuesday evening. It is 6 p.m. Eastern time on Tuesday. And I'm doing it kind of early because it's going to be long. I've got two planets to talk about. Their experiences in these two signs, they haven't been in many years. Saturn hasn't been in Pisces in 28 years. And... 
Pluto hasn't been in an Aquarius since 1798. So this is going to be an interesting conversation, okay? And I invite you to come and please register where I told you to. Um, and if you need any help, just email me or DM me on Instagram. But that's going to be a lot of fun and very interesting. It will be recorded, so if you can't make it, don't worry. You can buy it afterwards or buy it now and, and watch it later. I'll send it to you. And anyone who comes is and attends is also going to get the link. So very exciting. Now, Mercury is going to be talking to Uranus that day in a challenging way, but that's okay because that means it forces us to think outside the box. So it forces us to have a dialogue about the experience of, you know, big thinking and what's on our minds. And But it's also a little nerve-wracking. So try to keep yourself in a very grounded place. We're in this floaty Pisces place. And Mercury square Uranus is going to help you elevate your thinking, think more creatively, innovatively. Um, okay, then we have... Um, Mercury also busy on Wednesday, the 22nd, having a very lovely conversation with Mars that is still in Gemini. And so again, Mercury is electric and alive this week. So our thoughts, our communications, our ideas can really go forward with lightning speed this week. And the ideas we have, we should, you know, keep a notepad, keep it on your phone, do something so that it's close by. You can take notes and use them for later because these are ideas that we want to write down for ourselves. There's a lot in the idea pool this week. There's a lot floating around that we can catch on to that's, that's a brilliant idea for the new. It's fresh thinking. Fresh thinking is a great way to spend this week. It's just like really going into new places. And like I said, thinking outside the box and, you know, Venus in Aries, she's going to be sharp and, and, you know, uh, willing to take risks. And it's, you know, so we're being asked to look at things a little differently, review things we've been thinking about, review projects we've been doing and take some risks in our thinking. And Mercury and Uranus asks us to take some risks too. So there's a bit, some risks taking in your thinking. That's good. That means, you know, it's got to stay fresh. If you're going to think of the same old all the time, you're going to get the same thing you always got. So if you want some new things in your life, this is a great week for fresh thinking. And I like that. What else is going on? We have, um, so we, we have Venus like I said, into Aries. She's changing signs. She's the planet changing signs this week. The sun has already changed signs. Mars is still very slow in Gemini, and it's okay. It just means we're processing a lot of what happened from August when Mars entered Gemini through the retrograde that happened up till January 12th. And a lot of what's happened requires some processing. There was a lot of uncomfortable moments with Mars squaring Neptune twice, you know, in the early part of the autumn. And then in November 19th, this, you know, the second square, we're going to have a third square of Mars to Neptune and later in March before it leaves the sign of Gemini. But that is, that was a bit rough. That stuff that was going on in early October with Mars and Neptune, they are strange mates. They don't necessarily get along. So there's, there's been an enormous 
amount of processing what's happened to us in these last months. And so Mars is still helping us do that. And our thought patterns, where we've taken our energy, what we've been doing, what happened to us, for us, with us, where we've been, and there have been different marks along the way. There was August, there was September, there was October, there was December, November and December. So something's happened every month with Mars. And so there are moments that we have each had to process from August on right up until now that we have had to process with this Mars. Mars talking to other planets and what Mars was doing when it got involved with that full moon in December. That was heavy. That was a big turning point in early December. So where have you been since August? What have you been doing? And this is Mars. This is where we've been. What actions have you taken or not able to take? And then we'll need to start to take action on soon as Mars is still very slow. But where have you been? What have you been processing all these months? Some big stuff has happened with this retrograde and where it was up until January and where it's been since January till now. So where have you been? Take a moment to think about where you've been since August and what's happened to you in each of those months along the way. What were defining moments each month? There was a defining moment for each and every one of us in each month since August. So sit down with yourself and ask yourself what those defining moments were and where did they bring you? Where are you now as a result of those defining moments? Fascinating. It will be fascinating. I can guarantee you that. And so this week, the moon moves from... Um, Aquarius where it is now it's going to go to Pisces tonight and then make that beautiful new moon in Pisces this is a great time for making wishes for deciding what to manifest into your life next and I always say that at a new moon but Pisces is all about dreams and wishes and fantasies but what is your biggest wish right now go out and find a star you won't find the moon it's new so there's not in the sky, but find a star and make a wish on it. Have some magic in your life. Find the magic in your life and make a magical wish for your life right now. With this fresh thinking this week, with fresh energy, what would you like to conjure up? Pisces is about conjuring. It's about, you know, being the sorcerer of your life, being the magician in your life. And conjuring up something fantastic and fabulous for yourself. Look to the magic in your life and find the magic. If you, if you don't typically have magic, go find it. It's there. You just have to look for it. And after the moon is in Pisces, it will go into Aries, and that will be Wednesday and 12, 14 a.m. Eastern time. Aries is about starting the new cycle. And what new things? Again, that'll go along with the fresh thinking, fresh energy. Aries is fire. Yeah, let's let's get rolling. And, you know, Venus and the moon will meet together early wee hours, Wednesday morning, Eastern time. And we'll, you know, have that wild feminine energy in the masculine sign. So the, ba the balance of those two energies is going to be very important, masculine, feminine. And then... Um, Moon is in Aries for a few days, and it goes into Taurus on the 24th, Friday, early wee hours of the morning, and we will get to do some 
material world tasks and exploring nature and being feeling very grounded after all this very lofty energy. So that dose of earth will do us some good, Taurus, for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then Sunday morning, the moon enters Gemini. So it's back to thinking and our thought processes and our communications. So I think it's a great week for fresh energy as we start it with a new moon. Conjure up the magic. Go find magic in your life in the evening. Oh God, there's always magic at night. Go outside your house and stand in the, in the light of the stars and find the magic. Even if you live in a city, maybe the city lights will bring some magic to you. But go out and conjure up some magic. Enjoy the fresh thinking that's available to you this week. Come to my master class on Tuesday evening. And I did a lecture for internations yesterday. And it went really well. We had a great time. And we already set the new... Uh, lecture I'm going to do for internations on March 18th. It's a Saturday. It will be noon Eastern Standard Time and it's free if you belong to internations or you can just get the link but I would recommend joining internations because it's internations.org because even if you are not an expat like I am somewhere you can enjoy all sorts of either online events or um events in your town, live events, and you can meet all sorts of people who came from other countries and other places to live where you live. And that's a lot of fun and exciting. And then you can also join, there's lots of online groups, online communities, they welcome all. It's free. Go check out internations.org if you need more information or you want the link to the free event. We're going to do relationship astrology on March 18th and it's free. And Basically, right now, I'm just doing some things with them. It's basic astrology. It's not like deep, crazy astrology. So if you're really an aficionado, you might be a little bored. But it's always good to hear astrology. And it's fun for me. And it's fun for the people in the group. And uh, we have a nice turnout every time we do it. So I highly recommend joining internations.org or uh, contacting me and getting in touch for the link to be able to join or um, the zoom link isn't available until an hour before the lecture so i can give it to you but it's going to be very close to that lecture on march 18th um, for more information you can contact me i'm thegoldenastrologer.com and could be info at thegoldenastrologer.com or deb at debmcbride.com my instagram is goldenastrologer and I put videos up all the time about what's going on during the week because during the week is a different perspective than I have on Sunday. Like I'm telling you about fresh thinking. I might not tell you today uh, that Tuesday is going to be chaotic because of Mar uh, Mercury and Uranus, right? It could be, sure. But right now, you know, I have one perspective. When I get to the actual moment, there may be extra information that's involved. So tune in to my Instagram, The Golden Astrologer. And I'm here every Sunday, and you can book a session with me if you'd like by going to my website, click on Book Online, and you can book a Reiki session, emotional clearing, or anything in the astrology realm, card readings and stuff like that, all available to you on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Much gratitude to everyone for listening. Go out and conjure up some magic. And the new moon is there for you. And go deep into your intuitions and feel into what's next. Have a beautiful week. Thank you for listening. Gratitude to all.